Yo, Rob Harvilla from 60 Songs That Explain the 90s here to inform you that we are back with 30 more songs because the 90s were super long and had a ton of rad music. Please join us every Wednesday for more 60 Songs That Explain the 90s only on Spotify. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm David Jacoby. Let's do it. Put 30 minutes on the clock. 30 minutes. Yes. We're getting straight into it. Salad news. Sweet Green, salad Mm -hmm. chain that I'm very familiar with, has introduced a Devin Booker bowl. Devin Booker has created his own bowl. And uh, our former colleague, Jason Concepcion, tweet- I saw that tweeted that he about was this, involved. And then he made it into this article in Arizona AZCentral.com, so Arizona Republic newspaper Need website. Read the ingredients to the bowl, Juliet. I just like the photo is really unappetizing, but you can. Spinach as a base? Listen, it's baby spinach, apple, spicy broccoli, roasted chicken, basil, almond, zatar, breadcrumbs, shaved parm, fresh lemon squeeze, and pesto vinaigrette. All things that don't seem like they should be together. I just like spicy broccoli is a hard no for me in my salad. Broccoli in salad, no. no. I don't like raw broccoli. I like cooked broccoli a lot. I do like raw broccoli if it is next to a dip. Because yeah. when you get a lot of surface area from the broccoli sure. leaves. <laughs> so then you can dip and munch. But I raw broccoli in general is just a no. Yeah. And don't put it in my salad. And also baby spinach as a base is a no. I like spinach, actually. I like spinach, too, but I don't like it as the base for a salad. I like spinach, actually, in pasta. Like, I like it in, like, a warm dish, actually. It, like, wilts nicely. It gives a lot of flavor. Yes. I don't like almost anything about this. I'm nothing, and don't put apples in my salad, either. Apples I'm, I'm okay with. I like a sweet salad, but, like, this just is all over the place. There's all no, over the place. There's no flavor profile here. And the Parmesan, it's just... Devin Booker, get it together, man. I'm I, starting to think they might lose this series based on this. Oh, my God. Do you really think that? No. Okay. Um, here's another issue. I said it doesn't look that appetizing from the photo. And like, I don't know, maybe it does to other people. But here's the thing about sweet green. Too frequently, they don't chop your salad. If you order it in advance, they don't mix it. They don't chop All it. All salads should be chopped. This is when is it when is it advantageous to have a non-chop salad? Ne- almost never. And like I want you to just just put the dressing on for me. It's you called where, dressing. Do you know where they chop the salads? Chopped. Chopped. They I love chopped. The salads. Yes, I yes. love chopped. Sweet greens used to be across the street from the ringer, the one at Sunset and Gower in Los Angeles. So I have like a lot of sweet green time. The number one sweet green fan that I know is Chris Ryan. Shout out to Chris Ryan. Shout out to um, CR. And give the sweet green app. 
No. Oh, I have the app. So, you know, once I get an app, like yeah, I'm in for life. Go. It's, like, it's like I'm so ju- getting jumped into a gang. However, what happened is, is I created my own salad and I'm too lazy to create a new salad. Mm-hmm. So I just opened the app and get the same salad as last time and I don't even like it. Yeah, that's it. But I just think what these salad places, like it honestly requires too much of me. Like, I'm just like, you put it together for me. Like just the idea, the ingredients, and they just, they don't take it far enough. But on the app front, I do feel like apps, like when we first got smartphones, apps were like for entertainment or like for like, oh, you should have an app for Mm -hmm. reading the news or whatever. And apps are now like I don't play video games, so I can't really speak to that. Obviously, I watch like Netflix, but not really on my phone. Apps on my phone are primarily for shopping. Like my like my Mm. top apps are like Amazon. And then I have the Gap Old Navy Banana Republic app. It's a great one. Um, Starbucks, Duncan, sneakers, Nike sneakers, like apps are best for shopping at this point for me. Like that's my main, my main thing. And I guess social media, but like, honestly, I'm, I'm going pairing back on my usage. I do a lot of maps. Yeah, sure. Tons of maps. I do books. Okay. Podcasts. Listen to food news. Sure. Spotify. Okay. In particular. And uh, I just discovered this one called Amazon. <laughs> Kobe just got an Amazon, just got account. An Amazon account. It's amazing. So it's insane. A, the stuff shows up so quickly. It's a, what well, a wild, wild company I might invest. Also, Amazon makes returns really easily, easy. So like when you order clothes from there, if you don't like it, and it's like a high chance you won't like it because you're ordering clothes from Amazon, mm-hmm. it's very easy to return. I never return anything. I will buy something I, online. It will like not fit or be the wrong thing. I'll just be like, oh, I just took an L there. I hate not returning things myself. I hate when people I know and love don't return things. I am volunteering my services to be your, your return person. Really? Yeah, I'll come You don't know to your what you just signed up for. Yeah, I will do, do it for you. You do not want these problems. I want I don't want these companies to win to think that like just because they make it so easy to order through the app, they've they've won. Oh, they've won. No. They won. I return to Old Navy. Someone will be like $18 and I will oh, return they it. Oh, they won. They won. No. I'm sorry. They I never more. return anything. Well, that's on you, Jacoby. Come on. It's so easy. Mm-mm, it is not easy. Now that Okay, we'll talk about this later. Let's All move right, on. Look forward to it. Sorry, just one last thing about Devin Booker. I like really just like wish I didn't like him, but I everything about Devin Booker is like I just like he's very classy except for his girlfriend. But like, oh, no, he's kind of a jerk. I you, like that part. I like that part too. You know, yeah. I like jerks. Yeah, he's got like an incredible speaking voice. Have you watched the Architectural Digest video of his home? No. Oh my god, you have to. I'd it's love to. Thirteen minutes long. He's got a beautiful home in Arizona, and like he seems like he prides himself on being a glue guy. I just wish he'd made a better salad. One thing about the salad, he's Sweet never green. had it. Sweet green. Oh. No locations in Arizona. Yes, exactly. Come on, Pretty, sweet green. I think that's on his agent. Like, why and don't you get so him a local deal? Too. Salads are great when it's hot out. And also, like lettuce is grown in in Arizona. So, is it? Yeah. What? And my brother used to live in Tucson, and like he once went on like a lettuce tour. What? Side set story. What? <laughs> story for another time. What? Like I understand going to like a winery or like Napa wine country, or like even going to like a the Haribo factory in Switzerland or whatever. Germany. Germany. I'm not going on a lettuce tour. I, I guess we did that like last week, didn't we? We did. And, and we liked it. <laughs> we did. Maybe I, I sit corrected. <laughs> Let's move on to an incredible story. It's a food heist, people. Oh, God. This one's great. It's really great. Um, n- an, a Nespresso plant in Switzerland has been busted for having $50 million worth of cocaine smuggled through the Nespresso uh, transportation. It's honestly shocking. And I mean, I just have so many questions. The staff are unloading bags of coffee that had just arrived in five shipping containers from Brazil when they spotted an unidentified white substance. And it was quickly 
identified. Couple things about this one. Number one, um, even the cocaine straight from Brazil to the Nespresso plant was only 80%, 80% cocaine. <laughs> so like we're at like the very top of the supply chain. And even then it's not even real cocaine. Like even then is 20% filler. What is the filler? Like sugar, salt? Like what is it? I don't know. Interesting. I have no idea. Huh. Interesting. Um, it was likely intended for distribution in Europe. Duh. <laughs> And the the photo in the shipping container is like straight out of a movie. Yes. Like it's just a giant shipping container with bags and bags and bags of and cocaine. It's like, is it like, oh, we put the cocaine in the coffee so the dogs can't smell it? It's very much like key under the welcome mat. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like so obvious. It's like such a cliche. It's like, oh, well, really? This actually happens in real life? Here's my like take. people hide their key under the welcome mat? Someone in Switzerland on the receiving end fucked up. This was never actually supposed to make it to the Nestle Nespresso plant. Like oh. this, this should have been intercepted at the docks and someone fucked up. Yeah, yeah. There Someone's you go. getting cut from from the mafia for this. <laughs> Yes. I hope they're okay. Yeah, I hope they do. I, well, real, I hope they do fine. I really, really hope so. This is tough. Oh my god! What a! It's also really just funny to think about the different like Nespresso um, sponsors. Like George Clooney is a really famous Nespresso sponsor. Mm. Like, is he appalled by this? Is like, does he have to weigh in? Like, do we get a comment from him? I haven't heard from him yet, but I don't know. And how are the people at Nespresso? Like, they, it seems like they're the heroes here. They're like, we found all this cocaine and we gave it over to the authorities. It's like, well, it ended up in your. Shop, like you're somewhat involved. Like the 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 package said Nespresso on it. It's got cocaine inside of it. Seems like someone there is probably at fault here. Also, like, did they? It was kind of covered. So, is it because they didn't smell like coffee beans? I wonder how they figured it out. Maybe it just felt different because it's powder versus beans. Maybe who knows? All right, moving on. Dolly Parton news. Dolly Parton meets one of our favorite brands. This sentence makes no sense. Taco Bell. Dolly Parton posted on Instagram, I'm making a hashtag Mexican pizza the musical with Taco Bell. Um, Just say that again, please. I'm making hashtag Mexican pizza the, the musical with Taco Bell. On TikTok. Dolly Parton's on TikTok making a musical about Mexican pizza for Taco Bell. What yeah. is happening in the world? It's, it's based on uh, the internet losing its mind after they took um, Mexican pizza off the menu in late 2020. It's based on a TikToker, Victor Kunda's viral video from March. Um, it also involves a parody of a Doja Cat song. Mm. And TikTok musicals are kind of a thing. I think there was a Bridgerton TikTok musical. It's like a trend that I don't have access to because I'm not a TikTok person. Tell people why you're not on TikTok. It's I'm, one of my favorite Juliet takes. Oh. No. Oh, because it's too loud. Too loud. Yeah, it's too TikTok loud. too loud. That is yeah. actually the main problem. Yeah, I love it so much. <laughs> but ever since you said that, I was like, that is the problem. Last it's too night, loud. I was at an event, and my, oh, we heard. my Bachelor co-host, Callie Curry, sent me a TikTok, and I really wanted to watch it. And I was like, there's no way I can access this content right now. Like, there's, like, something happening in the room. I can't just start playing something from my phone. Whereas if someone sent me an Instagram post, I could just read the caption. Yeah. Yes. And, like, this this just is a, is a deal breaker. Like, I, I don't know. That's not for me. Too Which loud. of these things do you think Dolly Parton is least familiar with in order? TikTok, Mexican pizza from Taco Bell, or musicals? Least from okay, most familiar with musicals. Musicals. Number two, TikTok. Number three, least familiar with Mexican pizza. Yes. Dolly Parton's probably never had Taco Bell. Never had Taco Bell in her life. I'd love to have a day in the life minutes. of Dolly Parton's diet. Like, what does she eat? Oh, great, great question. Like, if only we had a producer who could, like, look this up and find some relevant information. Well, Mike will look for it. But, like, I, I'm just in the, like, 
message her and be like, can you tell us your diet? Those you like southern vibes, a lot of cornbread and stuff, and like grits. I, I guess, but maybe yeah. she has like a weird diet. She certainly has the personal chefs. So like, who knows what she's eating? Who knows? I, I would love to know. Anyway. Can you name a second Dolly Parton song besides Jolene? Nine to five. I will Great always call. love you. I can, oh, yeah, that is hers, yeah. right? Yeah. Then Whitney, she took that one. Yeah, she crushed it. I but... remember listening to the Dolly Parton version being like, did Dolly Parton cover the Whitney song? <laughs> But I quickly I think, realized it's probably not how it went down. I think 9 to 5 is her most famous song. Isn't Jolene? I think it's 9 to 5. I mean, Jolene's really famous, but I think 9 to 5 is more famous. We're working 9 to 5. Great song. I wanted you to keep singing. I know you did. I know you did, man. Okay, <laughs> next topic. This is one that I was excited to see on the rundown, thanks to Mike, because my camp friends and I in our group text were just discussing air fryers and if mm. you should get them or not. Anyway, this is in the New York Post, but it's really from, of course, the sun of the UK, where all of our of most course. important food news yes. comes from. Thanks to the Shout United to the Kingdom. Sun. The sun, the actual <laughs> celestial body, and, of course, the sun. Equally valuable. This article posits the best way to reheat your pizza is not in the microwave or in the oven, but using an air fryer for four minutes, basically. And mm-hmm. this way, your pizza crust won't dry out, and um, it'll just taste a lot better. Some follow-ups. Number one, anyone who reheats their pizza in the microwave is banned from eating just, pizza. That's ridiculous. Yeah, awesome. I'd rather just eat it cold. Everyone knows reheating not to do pizza that. in the microwave is it's just an insane proposal. And anyone who does that, they don't understand how microwaves and pizza work. Number two, there. Uh, I feel like the air fryer has taken over for the toaster oven mm. because really the problem is is the preheat on my oven. Yeah. There is a setting that says, like, quick preheat. Ooh. Why in the world would I not want that all the time? Yeah, seriously, why wouldn't you? At what point am I like, you know what? Let's slow play the preheating process. (laughs) Like, why? So... Yes. The preheat is the problem. That's the only th- problem that keeps me from the oven. I felt like the toaster oven was a nice balance for that, for reheating your pizza. I feel like pre. I feel like reheating, sorry, I feel like preheating has gotten faster all around. Like, I feel like my oven is, like, pretty, like, low really? end. Oh, I'm always fast. shocked how long it takes. Oh, I'm shocked. I, well, maybe you're just really, you're quick at whatever you need and to get done. even though I have the button that says quick preheat, I only use it, like, 20% of the time. That's Why? how lazy and dumb I am. I just don't make any sense. None, none of my behavior makes any sense. That doesn't make any sense, Jacoby. I know. I realize that. I realize that. Um... So my camp friends and I were discussing this. One was asking if we should, if she should get a air fryer and if we use it. I have an air fryer and never use it. Like never with, use it. Never. But one of my other friends was like, for she just got married for her wedding, she got a two-in-one toaster oven air fryer, and I was like, well, that's actually perfect. Ooh. That's actually perfect. And then I was looking at it; it did look great. I don't really, Interesting. I don't really have need for it because I like you just use the oven, but it did seem like it solved exactly what you're talking about. One of my concerns perfect. is the real estate commitment. Yeah, it's, exactly. It takes it up a big. lot of real estate in the kitchen. And, yes. you know, we all live in New York and our kitchens aren't tiny. Yeah, exactly. So, like, is it going to be worth the real estate investment? And it's not really. I, I'm not really into the air fryer, but I, I don't know. This thing this seemed looked awesome. This thing looked awesome. It was like a Cuisinart brand. It does seem like a good way to, to, to reheat pizza, but I still contest contend that the toaster oven is, is number one in my power rankings for reheating pizza. Yeah. I agree. And also Emma's empanadas, because when we had them, we used a toaster oven. Yes. I, I've never really been a toaster oven person because they're just not good for toast. Like, if you want good toast, mm. you need a toaster. Toaster. Yeah, you need, yeah, like, yeah. both sides, the yes. little grill lines, et cetera, et cetera. All right, moving on. Booze news. This is a great one. Seriously. So this, the island of Ibiza, as they say, mm-hmm. is known for partying. It's, like, a place where people go on their yacht. I feel like... Cristiano Ronaldo goes there. Any any like great athlete in Europe goes there. Many people from America go there. It's a it's party it's the central. Cancun of Europe. 
Yeah. Except like nicer. And and also like, I don't even know. It has its own mystique. It has vibes. Yeah. It has vibes. They have a new law because they no longer want to be associated with these vibes. And this island nation, it's not a nation, it's part of Spain. This no, island, it's an island this it's island fine. nation has banned happy hour. It's it, but the, it's the, it, the headline and the article in this one are so far apart from each other. They're like, they've, they're cutting back on alcohol sales. You can still buy alcohol at bars 24 seven. You can't buy it in stores between 9.30 and 8 a.m. And basically they're like, any sort of special, like you can't, you can't offer a two for one. And this is the one that really bothered me. The all inclusive resorts are now not unlimited booze. You can have three drinks for lunch and three drinks for dinner. <laughs> Where did they come up with that? That's like on the bachelor. They're like, you can have two drinks per hour, but for as many hours as you want. I'm yes. like, okay, cool. So in five hours, I will be the, passed the out ten, on the yeah, ground. Ten drinks. Thank you very much. <laughs> this, like insane. This, uh, oh God. Uh, I've been to Ibiza. Ibiza. Okay. I'm not going to call it Ibiza. Okay. I'm just okay. going to say Ibiza. It's like when someone sneezes a lot, it's like one bless you. We're covered. Sure. I know it's Ibiza. I'm going to call it Ibiza because that's the way I speak. I went there and the first night we went to the club. It's a big club thing. Club's 24 hours, right? Sure. We went to the club, had a great time. The next night, went to the club. Um, may have had some performance enhancing substance. Okay. I didn't realize the first night I wasn't at the club. <laughs> Where were you? In a B No, I was at the club, oh. but like everyone else was at a different level than I was. I see. And, oh, uh, I see. But okay. there, there's also two very distinct chambers of of like establishments there. One is the nightclub, which is loud and dancey and lasers, lasers and sensory yeah. and all that. Waiting for tonight. But there's also like this other part of town, which is just like a English booze mm. pub vibe. Okay. And I think that that's the, more like that that's second, just like in Portugal. Yeah, I feel like that second that second sort of um, subset is what these laws are against. Okay. Well. So I, what I think is they're trying to prevent people from like pre-gaming in their hotel room and then going somewhere else because, mm. because you, I was thinking to myself, like, how can they possibly enforce the six drinks a day situation? And, but it's, if they, if you don't sell alcohol anywhere, if you don't sell alcohol at stores between nine thirty and eight every day, you yes. have to go to a bar or, or a drinking or a establishment yes, exactly. to get it. So it's like easier to do so. But what is the incentive for the bars and the clubs to limit their the sale? They, of, like, they don't. Their it's top just the all inclusive resorts have the six drink a day thing, and they have like I remember we went on a cruise once, and mm -hmm. they have this bracelet. So mm -hmm. every time you get a drink, you like scan your bracelet. And I was thinking to myself, like somewhere there's a spreadsheet that's that's really embarrassing for me. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like some, somewhere there's some like data, some some like advanced analytics. They're just not good for me. I, I just can't imagine this is actually good for Ibiza, but we'll, well the, find the out. The best part of this article, which you haven't mentioned, the absolute sentence that blew my socks off. Yes. They have all these restrictions about alcohol sales and consumption and this and that. And they say, also, they have banned jumping balcony to balcony. What? What is that doing here? What, what is that there sentence doing here? How much of a thing was jumping balcony to balcony that they had to like specifically make a law against it? I thought common sense and injury was enough law against it in the first place. Apparently not, Jacoby. Have you ever jumped from balcony to balcony? No. No. Of course not. I've never thought about it. I, I like barely even want to go on a balcony. I remember when I was like in, a teenager, a balcony fell off a building in Chicago and I've been like scared ever never since. Never going on a balcony again. Yeah. It's terrifying. Really terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. I don't know if I'll be going to Ibiza. No, I'm just kidding. I'd love to go to Ibiza. I, this, these rules seem manageable. Yeah, I think I'm I went okay to Ibiza when I was 22. I think Ibiza at 44 would be a lot different, a lot more fun. 
Yeah, and also probably like just the establishments you'd go to would be. Yes, I nicer. would go like dinner and go to sleep at eight. Yeah, you. PM. Remember when I think the banana boat went like that crew went to Ibiza and they were like at a club, seemed like they're having a great time. Yeah. Um, let's get into our taste test. This is exciting. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Heritage Month, and we are going to have two flavors of pancake dorayaki. Which we had three. Why don't we have three in front of us now, Juliet? Please tell the people. Well, can I finish explaining what it is? Okay, fine. Um, it's bean curd pancakes with like a flavored paste in between. Jacoby bought these. You bought three flavors. You bought original, which we'll be trying, mm-hmm. and strawberry, which we'll be pl- trying. And you also bought green tea or, or matcha. I can't remember. But the reason we're not trying that is because one time I was here at the office. And I really wanted a snack, so I just ate one. And so it wouldn't be new for me if we had it on mic. And I could have lied and pretended, but I decided to be to be honest and be a, a collaborator. But Jacoby, thanks for getting this for us. Of course. This is so thrilling. Oh, yeah, I, I like things that are individually wrapped me too. when you get in the wrapping. Yeah, they're individually wrapped. I like wrapped. that. I always like that about snacks. Same here. I'm going to try original first. Original's I mean, the way to start. I should have done that when I was secretly having a snack. But so this is pancakes with like a bean paste. The bean paste, yeah, which I, I think I'm going to like this a lot. Oh, well, you already know because you tried the green one. Well, I didn't. That wasn't this that flavorful. interesting. Ten minutes. Oh, wow. All right. The, the, this has a oh, this very is much better than the other one. Mm. artificial. You talk. I'm eating. I like this. It's kind of like a hostess type of jam, but mm. with, with Japanese flavors. Sweet, sweet. It's really good. I love sweets, as I say every fucking week. This is not mm. um, I like it. a snack. This is a treat. It's a treat. It's really good. little dry. It's like, yeah, it's a little dry. It's like good for walking down the street when you would have like a ho-ho instead have a dorayaki, pancake dorayaki. Do you ever have a ho-ho? No. Ding-dong, Swiss roll? Yes, I've had those. Love them. I haven't had that I'm for having years. the strawberry now. Strawberry flavored things is such a strong scent. Yes. I had strawberry mush for breakfast today. We um, had a strawberry milkshake over the weekend. I don't like the strawberry. Original is a lot better. This the just tastes was too nice. artificial. All right, let me try. This is good though. Mm, no, no. In general, I like the no, original. No, no, no. No, strawberry's bad. Strawberry's bad. It's That's too, not good. Too artificial tasting, right? They got to get with the mush people to figure out how to get a good strawberry taste. That is not good. No, thank you. 
So you just strawberry milkshake, huh? Yeah. That... Um, my kids got it. Okay. You have kids? Yes, I do. Whoa. And the milkshake was too big. They only had one size, so we split them. So there was one that was um, cookies and cream, and okay. one was strawberry. Okay. And me and my wife were splitting the halves that they didn't have. And it was just like a fight to who gets the cookies and cream because strawberry was just so bad. Mm, that's sad. Yeah. Is that your personal food news? No, it is not. Okay, let's hear your personal food news. It's already time for personal food news. It is. Well, we had to leave a lot of time because we have to interrogate we have Mike. A food news follow up. We have to interrogate Mike about how he got the bagels to Atlanta. So, okay. Get to it, man. My personal food news. I was hungry. Okay. And there was a bagel in my fridge. Mm. I've got in the a toaster. Fridge? That's where my wife keeps the bagels. Oh, no. And the bread. Oh, no. I, it's, right. it's, a, it's a a fight that I've lost a long time ago. Okay. Carry on. I have a toaster. Sure. A toaster has a lot of different settings. Okay. Except uh, the the labels to push the buttons have all been worn off, so I don't know which one is the bagel setting and the defrost setting and the other one, so I just push a bunch of buttons and then put it in there. Long story short, it toasted the bagel, only half of it. I went to the fridge for the cream cheese. Two tins of cream cheese. One, empty, completely empty. Can't even scrape any cream cheese out of it. Why I, was it in the fridge? I have no idea. Who left it? It's most likely one of my children. Oh, my God. Did you ask them about it? No, they weren't there. Number two, second cream cheese tub. Open it. Mold. Oh, no. I almost abandoned the bagel. Oh, my God. I almost abandoned the bagel. And I wanted to come to you as someone who, who bagels are very important to yeah. you. I didn't know what to do. So you toasted it? It's toasted. Did you have butter? I had butter. Did you have butter on it? That's what I ended up doing, but I didn't okay. want to. I like a buttered bagel. It, no, no, no. I really have, but like, it has to be like drenched in butter to the point where you're just like, okay, I'm having a heart attack. Well, the butter's in the fridge too. So then you end up like you can't so spread this is, the butter. This is what you it's have impossible. to do. You have to act fast. You have to go into the toasting knowing you're putting butter on it so that when you when it comes out of the toaster, you have the little butter pats ready to go. And then you put them in between the two sides. You let it melt and then you um, spread it. Or... You have spreadable butter at all times in your home, as I do. I had, which is like, you know, like the um, canola oil-based one. It was an everything bagel. And Delicious. I was trying to be like healthier and like limit my carbs. So I had half of it, right? The Did top half. Scoop the it good out? half, right? Scoop no. it out? Okay. Uh-huh. It's another way to limit So carbs. then I was still hungry. Okay. So then I had the bottom half. Mm-hmm. Much worse experience. There's, it's not even close to close. Because it had none of the fixings yeah, on the none bottom. Of the, the everything stuff on it, and it's even like a little tougher on the bottom. It's not as like fluffy. It's just like I I really want a, a bagel that is equally delicious on both sides. <laughs> yeah, this comes up a lot. So one thing with everything bagels that I do to account for that is when the, the everythings fall off, mm-hmm. I then sprinkle them on top of the bottom half of it so that though it's not affixed to the outside of the bagel... I have it on top of like the cream cheese or whatever. Yes. So, do, you, do you have the Trader Joe's everything spice? I have had everything it. Seasoning yeah, is good. I like it. It is good. Like it's very good. It. Yeah. It's very good. Um, my everything bagel is my everything bagel. I love an everything bagel. My personal food news is two. First of all, thanks to everyone who let me know that dry ice is just um, carbon dioxide. I it's fine to breathe it in. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Maybe open the windows, but okay, cool. Still, sure, sure. I don't believe it, by yeah, the way. I just yeah, want to say it. I yeah, still don't, don't think facts it's... get in the way of the way I feel about things. I just like, I, my gut tells me it's still not great. And then the other is my family went to Pinch, which is a Chinese food place in Soho on Sunday. And we ordered breakfast dandan noodles, which is dandan noodles with a fried egg and bacon. And then you mix it up. It's a little spicy. Ooh. It was so fucking good. That sounds amazing. It was awesome. It was Was it breakfast? Awesome. It was like 1230. 
That's breakfast, sure. Yeah, on a Sunday, sure. Yeah, sure. It was so good. Pinch is really good. I, I, I loved get it. That. They have really good soup dumplings, too. That sounds good. It was awesome, man. I loved it. All right. Probably why everyone tuned in. Yes. It's time. Mike, you went to Atlanta. You're back. You brought the bagels. Tell us everything. So first question, how did the bagels travel? Like how many suitcases did it take? And did you how have many... to check them? Did you stop by security? Okay. So it took <laughs> one duffel bag full of suitcases. A duffel bag full of suitcases. Of, of bagels. <laughs> a second duffel bag. And then there was like loose bagels in our garment. Lucy. Oh, <laughs> okay. We, we just checked the garment bag. And we carry it on two double bags. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are like Ocean's Eleven leaving the casino with cash, but yeah. with bagels. Yeah. Oh. I was kind of hoping one of the loose bagels would be gone. Like okay. One of, one of, like, the people, like, throwing it under the plane was going to, like, take a bagel. Well, they probably would get in trouble if they did that. So I'm hoping it didn't happen. I'm glad it didn't happen. Okay. So then you get to Atlanta on Friday afternoon. Where do the bagels go after that? They go into our hotel room. Oh, God. Okay. Where they stay for about... Six or seven hours. Okay. Until we can hand them to her cousin. Okay. We did that that night, but the entire rest of the trip, our room reeked of everything seasonal. <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. Okay. And then when You're you, going to get like a $250. I'm, I'm like, not like, going to be surprised if we get charged. Beach. They're going to be like, I don't think you smoked anything. <laughs> They're like, this is what Besides we salmon? Like now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then when did you eat the bagels? We had half Saturday, half Sunday. Oh my God. So... What was it? Wait, like, what was the spread? Who brought the accoutrement? Yeah, like what else went with the her, bagels? Her cousin handled everything. It was cream cheese, butter, lox. Was toast involved? No. Were the bagels bagels pre-cut? The bagels were pre-cut. From by the so store? No, no, no. Cut. We oh. brought them down and then they cut them. Okay. The cousins cut the yes. bagels. Thank God. Yes. That would have been horrible. Yes. Simply horrible. And were the bagels, were they fresh tasting? Like They tasted good. Did they it? tasted good. Everyone complimented us. <laughs> they did? Mostly on the effort, probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nice. it's just ridiculous. <laughs> and so, what was the other food? Was this the only thing people were no, eating? No, there, there was blintzes, there was quiches, there was like dessert things. And this was for the post-ceremony lunch? We have onions there was and, that, onions and, and there capers? was also like a brunch on Sunday. Onions and capers? No, onions and capers. What type of cream cheese was available? I think like Philadelphia. No, not the brand. Like the different, just just plain. Cream I think cheese. just plain. Okay, but was there locks? Yeah. How was it? It was good. It was acceptable. Acceptable. Acceptable locks. That's not really what I'm going for at my bar mitzvah. I'm not sure if it was, if you could tell they were New York bagels. Let me put it that way. So the bagel because of the locks. Because of the traveling, probably. Okay. Yes, that was quite predictable. Yeah. So. <laughs> That is so, so nuts. What were the other, what was the other food associated did, with this bar mitzvah? Sorry. Did you feel like a criminal? No. <laughs> I would have felt like Should a criminal. Should I have? I would have felt like a criminal. What's the criminal part of it? Smuggling bagels. Like, you know, you can't like have more than $10,000 cash. Minutes. I feel like you can't have more than a dozen bagels either. Is that true? You can't have more than $10,000 in cash? No, like going through an airport. Really? Or traveling internationally. No. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So every time I've done it, it's been illegal? I guess so. Just kidding. If, if only. <laughs> if only. Okay. And so did you ask why they couldn't get bagels in Atlanta? I think they wanted like the allure of New York bagels. Even it if, wasn't that they even couldn't Even if they're get them. shitty. Yeah. Did any, was it, were they like, did they ask where they were from? Did they care about where you got I, them? I don't think that was even a consideration. Were they the <laughs> featured food item? Um, or were they one of many selections? I would say 
post bar mitzvah, they were like the featured item. At the brunch the next day, it was just like one of many. Just extras. Exactly. Because you had some stuff exactly. left over. Was there also an evening portion to this bar mitzvah? Yeah. Okay, so this the was like... The bagels are still out? No. That was like catered by, you know, a company. The, the synagogue okay. or whatever. Yeah. This is how bar mitzvahs sometimes work. You have the morning, you have the ceremony, the, the young man becomes... The young boy becomes a young man. Mm. And then you have a bagel kiddish. Then you break, and then you have a, a disco party at night, and you play like games. And how long is the break? Uh, six hours. It's oh, like, that's a break. Yeah, it's long. It's like a, it's. Is that how it went? Yeah. And so, did they play games? Do the kids play games? Yeah, they played. You know, you run to the audience Coke, and see who Coke has like Pepsi? a credit card. No, no Coke and Pepsi. Snowball. What? No. What is happening? Whoa! These are games of bar mitzvahs. Coke and Pepsi. Yeah, it's kind of like a it's like a team tag seconds. kind of thing. It's like meets musical chairs. Don't worry about is it. Dolly Parton involved? Because <laughs> she could be. Um. <laughs> Interesting. What was the food at the actual uh, the, at the evening portion? So the adults had like chicken, roast beef, vegetarian, and then the kids had like a buffet with like fried mac stuff. and cheese, fries, chicken fingers. Real classic bar mitzvah here. I yeah, love it. Sounds great. Timeless. Who, who became a man? His girlfriend's cousin. Oh, that's right. That's um, right. and so like, would you consider traveling with bagels again, or would you direct someone to goldbelly.com or their local bagel emporium? You know, it's interesting. The hardest part of this whole endeavor was getting the bagels from the bagel shop to my apartment. <laughs> How'd you do that? Just carry these You need like a shopping bags. cart. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Do you have a car? No. You needed someone to like wait for you outside in a car or something. Did you consider getting a taxi to get the bagels home? We considered an Uber. Did okay. the Uber it, smell like bagels? Well, we didn't Uber. It was $45 you're for like zero 10 stars, bucks. bro. So, oh my God. Yeah. Jesus. But 10 blocks when your arms are really full is tough. So- Wow. So you and your girlfriend both had to carry them or just you? Yeah. No, we just carried them. Did you complain about the bagels the entire time? Oh, yeah. That's what How I would else do you do it? Yeah, I would have complained <laughs> about the bagels nonstop. Nonstop. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That really, it happened. That was great. I'm, you know, I'm proud of you, buddy. Thanks. Great I'm work, proud Mike. proud of you. We, it's, I just still can't believe this happened, but, you know? That strawberry pancake dorayaki is so gross. I'm like not even hungry anymore. The original is like good, turned me off of to food. Okay, well, just wait a couple hours. You'll go, you'll go back. You think I can make it back? You can make it back. Will we make it back next week? I hope so. Uh, thanks so much to Mike Wargon for producing this episode. And the bagels. And to the bagels for making it to Atlanta. And we'll be back next week. <laughs> 